Yo, 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 I am Dustin Mikesell, and this is the Watchmen Inc. Podcast. Are you tired of the deception of the Matrix? Here, we will build a case around God's plan for the mad world, using biblical history and the application of the scriptures to provide hope and truth in our Lord and Savior, Jesus Christ. Yo, 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 what's up, everybody? This is the Watchman Inc. Podcast, and here we are again. Another beautiful day, just because we have another day. And I try to tell people all the time that if you get another day, you got another blessing and you got another chance to do some work. And, well, here we are to do some more work for you today and expose some stuff with my man of the hour, T-Mac. How you doing, brother? I'm doing good. It's always good to be back in the old hot seat spreading the truth of the gospel and uh you know help casting some of the shadows out of people so they can uh see what's coming learn about the matrix says throwing red pills all over the place yes (laughs) and there's even uh if you've been a choice exactly it's always a choice and so we have the the matrix that's literally in the bible it's such a crazy you know coincidence when you you know i read the king james and you know i'm not telling you what version i'm just saying i don't know if that word is in any of the modern translations but when i seen that that word was in the bible i was like wait the matrix like and he's talking about a womb and then you see neo break the womb like when he finally wakes up and what does he see the field of humans Mm -hmm. a constructed reality oh yeah and i mean i think that's that movie definitely has layers of esoteric and exoteric i mean that's like the definition of it you watch the movie and you know watching it i think it came out in 99 as a kid i remember watching it and just thinking wow this is one of the best action movies that I've ever seen. Cause just, if you just watch it at surface level, the movie's awesome. But then, you know, as you start to learn about these hidden truths and you start watching that movie again, you start realizing all the extra layers that have been added into that. And, you know, obviously the Wachowskis who also made V for Vendetta, they're heavily, yes, heavily into the esoteric and the occult and all that. And, you know, not not to comment on their lifestyle or di- agree or disagree, but the Wachowski brothers are now the Wachowski sisters. You know, they also made the movie Cloud Atlas, which Cloud Atlas is, you know, not, That's a, a wild. not as good of a movie, but the it's symbolism. The yeah, symbolism, the symbolism, you know, is, it's, is... Uh, it's the uh, rebirth, you know, or the reincarnation kind of thing of we're living thousand lives, you know, because they have the same characters in different periods of time being different people and all that kind of stuff. So, yeah, it they they're in the know. Let's just say that. Yeah. So what's really crazy, too, with all of that is like um, you just see it in so many movies and stuff and you see it everywhere in Hollywood, you know, with a lot of these directors and like the way that they I mean, just the movie posters sometimes have like. a a hidden duality meaning the as above so below kind of like theme where Mm -hmm. you know that's 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 kind of ties into that esoteric versus exoteric you know Mm -hmm. it's all about light versus dark see they're not they're not about like just keeping you in the evil knowing like they obviously push because if you if you're up to the higher degrees you understand who the master is and once you understand who your master is you know who you're working for and the side of the war that you're fighting that's why they do this stuff like willingly but at the same time they can get people that don't know what's going on because they think that it looks good it looks loving it looks like light what does satan masquerade as as an angel of light so when people are looking for this evil stuff or looking at the stuff that we're thinking uh we're talking about and trying to show them like this war is light versus quote light like it's not like obviously he's darkness because his light is fake but he comes as an angel of light and this is why he's been able to deceive mankind for so long why he deceived adam and eve in the garden i mean what did he tell eve in genesis 3 in in genesis 3 you shall be as god Mm-hmm. You will be like God, like God. You, knowing good and evil. And so it really is amazing to take all this and just like try to, 
you know, compile it and try to make the connections and what we call the rabbit hole. You know, that's that's the whole point is when you take some of these things that we're saying and you start tying them into the things that are literally involved in your everyday life or your everyday shows or whatever. It's really easy to start spotting the lie and what they're pushing on you ultimately, which there is an agenda being pushed in media. Never well, forget and he's, you know, another thing that Satan said is said your eyes will be opened. And I don't know specifically if he said eye or eyes, but it's just interesting because Jesus talks about the eye as well. And when it's full of light, you know, first darkness. And so just another parallel, there's, you know, what we see physically, but there's also that spiritual kind of sight that we need to have, or at least insight into the spiritual world. And a lot of people don't even give any credit to the spiritual world. And when you do that, your, you know, your spiritual eye is completely closed to all of the things that are going on around it. And it just leaves you open to the influence that these movies and these music and even just ideologies are pushing. And that's unfortunately, you know, what's happening to a lot of people. And, and that's why, you know, us as watchmen are trying to open people's eyes. We're not trying to say, oh, the end is near and hold our cardboard sign on a street corner and yell at people that Jesus is coming back, even though there are lots of signs showing that he, his return is coming soon. But we're just trying to blow that horn to wake people up to start being aware of the spiritual warfare that's going on around us. And so they're not open, you know liable to that deception basically that's coming and and can help others as well but also be aware of it for themselves because in the end we're ultimately responsible for ourselves that's right so the verse that you're talking about which is a heavy chapter and verse about what i'm teaching on the you know instagram stuff right now like i said if you're not following on instagram facebook i've got it all but where i mostly have my you know community being built and where i see a lot of watchmen engaging is on on instagram because you get the visual with instagram like i, I you know i have twitter and all that other stuff but as one man running the whole show, it's hard to do every social media and engage in every social media. And this is just where, you know, me and this guy, Taylor, this is where we've lived for the past 13 years is not look, watching movies to just watch movies like normal people. Don't, and that's fine. Like we still enjoy stuff like that. that we are not telling you not to enjoy stuff, but we're telling you that if, if you have the spiritual eye, you know, the, the, the mindset of being able to see what, what this deception is in most things that you're watching, especially the super crazy series, you know, and especially anything attached to Disney, the magic, like anything that's in that realm of the occult sciences, which we're going to get into. That's actually what today's just like mostly breaking down. It's taking the last episode and just digging deeper into what it really means for this new age movement and this religion. It's a religion. Remember that this is a religion. This is not, this is not something that is just a bunch of group of guys just decided to do you know i i think it's hilarious when you know i have people that are like the conspiracy it, it clearly can't be real because why would they have it out in the open that that's the greatest deception yes truly is the, the, the deception how does a ma magician work at any magic show him being live there and you seeing live in front of your face doing the the tricks and yet you still cannot understand what's being done you see that's that's the best deception and that's the greatest way to entertain somebody and, and gain the mind of somebody and their curiosity which we are human we are human and we have choice so of course with choice comes curiosity of do I want to engage in this? Do I not want to engage in this? It's pretty simple you know there is no like I'm gonna maybe go eat some food. Like, no, you're either not going to eat food or you're going to eat food. You know, there's always it's, it's there's really no middle ground with this game of life. And I know there's different perspectives of yes and no and why things are being, you know, chosen or not chosen. But at the end of the day, you, you make this choice consciously and, or you deny whatever you don't want to do consciously, you know, nobody's, and if they're forcing you, I think God's going to have a lot of grace upon you. If he knows that, like, you didn't even have a choice in whatever it is you're being, you know, like human trafficking victims and stuff. They don't have a choice to do, you know, it's sad to mm. see what, what we see in society. Slavery still goes on. God's going to definitely have a lot of grace on people that were literally slaves. You know, I mean, it says the, the, the last will be first and the first will be last. 
Yeah. So we're truly blessed to, you know, even be able to be here and give this information. That's why we feel so pushed to do it is because we want you to see what Jesus is saying here in Matthew six. Like this is a big chapter to understand this whole realm of what we're trying to expose. And it's not about the one I worship. It's to show you why Satan stole the eye because he understands what it is. It says in Matthew six twenty two, the light of the body is the eye. If therefore thine eye be single, thy whole body shall be full of light. But then it continues on. But if thine eye be evil, thy whole body shall be full of darkness. If therefore that light that is in there be darkness, how great is that darkness? No man can serve two masters for either he will hate one and love the other or else he will hold to the one and despise the other. You cannot serve God and mammon. Mammon is a definition for money. What is the root of all evil? The love of money, not money. See, this is this is a problem. This is where with prosperity teaching and, you know, people like Joel Osteen and all these false prophets that like they just want to puff up the Christian like all day and say, God's got a blessing for you. God's got money coming your way. If you, you know, like tithing is obviously a huge part because that's that fulfills the mission. But to to say that somebody's not going to have blessings coming through their life or that they can project. See, that's part of this new age. It's projection. Like you are taking what your mind thinks and you want God to like fulfill it through your own desire. So that's why a lot of people are like, God never listens to my prayers. Well, if you're praying to win the lottery, I'm sorry, you're probably not going to get that prayer <laughs> answered. No, it's, yeah. And I mean, there's plenty of scripture that talks about praying with the right heart and that's mind. That's actually you know, in so Matthew 6 pray. as well. Matthew yeah, 6 is the Lord's prayer. To prayer. Well, yeah, but I'm talking about specifically because yes. it's like you pray for something and you will receive it. But so many people pray with basically lust in their hearts that that's why they don't receive those things is because they're not praying out of us you know, godly perspective. They're praying from a selfish perspective and the Lord isn't a genie that grants wishes. He does. No, okay. So to his will. This is actually amazing because this is part of like the ministry of Watchman Inc. Like obviously Ezekiel, Ezekiel 33, if you really want to understand like a watchman's duty and what God calls him to do in the old Testament, like obviously you'll read in that it says, if you don't sound the horn, then the blood shall be on your hand as a watchman. But if you sound the horn or blow the sound, the alarm, then the blood will be off your hand. Now there's no more blood on anybody's hand for whatever they do or don't do within the body of Christ, because Jesus took everything him being the perfect sacrifice and, and took all of the blood shed and everything else that was on our hands, the sin, and he redeemed us from it. And so that's why now the Holy spirit lives in us. So now as watchmen, it's not this like duty to, to go and warn everybody and shake them awake or, you know, create fights and, 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 you know, get people forced into seeing and believing this. No, no, you just blow the the sound because when you're on the wall, you're just looking out, you're seeing, you're watching what is happening outside the walls. Cause you know, everybody has a different job in the body of Christ. It's there's multiple verses about that too. The head controls the arm and everything. God is the head, but the body has different, you know, fingers do different things than the elbow, like, but it all works in unison. So, you know, we're just calling the watchmen or people that truly are looking out beyond the veil. And what that means is like you're looking into the spiritual realm of things that are happening. And that has a lot to do with book of revelation and prophecy. I mean, that's all stuff futuristic. And we're not sitting here saying we know the quote future. We only have today and know today. No man knows the day or hour that Jesus comes. So once again, we ain't sitting here setting dates. We ain't sitting here telling you that we've got this amount of time left or this is going to happen. Like, no, this is God's plan and this is God's timeline. And only he truly knows when it's going to come. And trust me, he can tarry that, that word's all over the Bible too. He can tarry and he can wait to do what he wants to do. Not because he, he wants to see everybody get to heaven. He knows, you know, that's not going to be the case, but he truly loves us so much. He, he will extend the game. I believe that. Oh, absolutely. Yes. To uh, piggyback off what you're saying of Joel Osteen and the prosperity gospel and you know, saying, oh, just come to the Lord and he's going to grant all your wishes. In Second Timothy 4, 3 and 4, it talks about, for the time will come when they will not endure sound doctrine, but after their own lust shall they heap to themselves teachers having itching ears, 
and they shall turn away their ears from the truth and shall be turned unto fables. Right. So it talks about all that stuff. And then the fables part of it is that new age religion talking about, oh, we can become gods and we can make our own, you know, manifest our own future and destiny and anything that we want just comes to our own willpower and and working towards it. And it's just prophecy being fulfilled. Exactly. And that actually goes right back into, you know, we're, we're just trying to show you guys that this, this new age stuff isn't really that new. It's actually as old as time from the beginning. That's the point is to show you, this is not like a new agenda that was created by technology and men like, no, no, this was the, the seed. This was the origin of the lie was in the garden. So when someone's like, yeah, I'm all about new age and Christ consciousness and Buddha and, you know, like a snake going around right now, which is getting exposed, Russell Brand, like he talks about achieving the God consciousness. Mm. Let's talk about spirituality, particularly in the form of these tattoos. I got this tattoo done recently of Jesus Christ, the symbol of the resurrection the possibility for divine God consciousness. The possibility for divine God consciousness. To be expressed through mankind. Jesus. New age. And that's the new age like religion that Which, people are it's following. It's interesting that they call it new age, but I'm thinking it must be like correlated, connected to the age of Aquarius and how yes. at 2012 you know, was the age of Pisces and that ended and now we're in the age of Aquarius. And so that new age doctrine of God consciousness, Christ consciousness, all that kind of stuff. But it's, it's funny how they call it new age because yeah, it's literally from the garden of Eden, the same teachings coming around again. Yes. It's no different. And that actually now, you know, cause I think when we speak on that, those terms as well, esoteric and exoteric like mm-hmm. um it, they become confusing and let's just well, share think about like exoteric it's the outside it's like the exoskeleton. so I've, I've got the definition so i got the definition pulled up because that way you can vis- people can visually see you know yes that this is this is the meaning behind the religion of the freemasons illuminati you know knights templar once you get down to the deeper degrees this is what they start teaching men and you know and everybody this is how it works so the exoteric exo with ex is the outer it means god is not in reach and is far outside of you and you are god and you and god are separate there is no true knowledge or self only false doctrine it gives religion a bad name no true religion forces energies outward to mythological deities archetypes used by the ones who know the truth to take advantage of the ignorant used to keep people separated leaves people confused it's about true reality and themselves keeps people away from the the actual truth creates negative energy the esoteric is the inner you know belief of man is god the universal divine energy slash the principle are in miniature god is all and in all knowledge of self is understood greatly the true self true religion is comprehended man is his slash her own religion energy slash mental spiritual are directed inward and utilized keep people in the actual realities of life there is no confusion all is understood because you understand your true self brings people together in true brother slash sisterhood mankind the selfish slash the hill cannot take the advantage of anyone who understands the actual reality manifest positive energy so it's about creating the negative and the positive in whatever it is that they're creating so in movies this is why you have the light versus the dark or it's this this is stealing from god the, the basic of good versus evil pretty much yes yeah i mean that's essentially that's what it is at simplest like explanation termed. Yeah, I mean, I think that in this, the exoteric and the esoteric can be, you know, applied to a lot of different things. Because even if you yes. think about like necessarily like the parables of Jesus, right? Yes. The parable, the exoteric would be the story. The story just in itself of the Good Samaritan. He tells about someone helping somebody, seeing compassion and taking on it. But that that inner meaning of, well, who is my neighbor? That was the question that was asked yes. to Jesus. And so he didn't just directly answer who his neighbor was. 
he told him a story and the story you know had an exoteric and an esoteric meaning those those words kind of just like anything else is a tool but what the mystery religion does is they use this to basically hide their plans and their religion inside of something and package it inside of something to make it look desirable with the movie and our subconscious brain is then picking up all of this esoteric knowledge really without us knowing and without us knowing what we're picking up without our spiritual eye being aware of this stuff then all of a sudden it starts to basically download into us and influence our beliefs and our ideologies and before we know it we don't even know where these things came from but we believe these things and then you know just like anybody once we believe something we're willing to defend it i mean this is how this is why people get confused and think that christianity is part of this this religion of the mystery schools and a lot of people really believe that christianity is a tool of controls because they have found out about these other religions Mm -hmm. that speak the same thing or say the same thing and so then they start taking it back and saying these all these religions come from the origin of mystery babylon and ancient egypt you know like a lot of people try to say that the story of jesus is the story of isis and ra and osiris you know and all these those mythological egyptian characters i mean that's why the the cross uh, of a what's it called of uh i think it's the onk the onk yes the onk yes and people so when i see christians wearing the onk i'm like that is not a representation (laughs) (laughs) yeah because that's that that circle at the top is the sun worship it's the snake because on 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 Ra's head on Ra's head you see that the snake uh, is in a sun disk you know I'll pull up a picture here soon but see this this goes back to ancient it's not because Jesus stole because you got to remember in Egypt the Israelites were present and they were worshiping the true God I mean they were they were slaves to this place so this is where you know the confusion I don't know how the confusion happens but that's just because sometimes people really do see like the biggest thing I think that gets people into this type of thinking and gets them deceived into what Christianity is is the film zeitgeist I was just gonna say it makes me think of the film zeitgeist which we should definitely try to have like a watch party or something yeah Yeah, like we need to do something with that because I remember watching it and thinking like wow how deceptive it really is because once again it starts you it starts almost like a David Icke you know it starts talking about a lot of truth that's going on with the world with the corruption of the governments and all this kind of stuff but then it starts touching on the religion part and of course it lumps Christianity kind of like you were saying it starts saying oh every religion has a trinity and it talks about the Babylonian and the Egyptian and then all of a sudden oh there's the Christian trinity as well see it's just the same as all these other ones but as we started in the last podcast in the very beginning of that video that we showed it says that this religion the new age religion and this mystery religion is just a perversion of christianity of the truth so of course they're going to create their own religion based on christianity and of course you know if you think about satan being sly if he starts this from the very you know beginning of civilization and now we look back six thousand years and think wow this has been going on just as long as christianity they're all the same and they're all based in the same root system now people are you know struggling to figure out what the truth is that's that's so true dude because i've talked to so many people and i've seen it online and i've had people come and talk to me and be like you're following a lie because you don't even understand that this is all rooted in the same thing and i'm just like (laughs) oh and it's really hard to break like it's really hard to break those people of the that Mm -hmm. matrix because that and that's why i call that's why this is the matrix everything is the matrix is because you can enter into one you can break from the like indoctrination of yeah you're a baby born into the system of whatever you know world you're in and then you wake up but see waking up can mean that you (laughs) 
you go too far and, and you 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 start getting into another matrix of deception that is what crazy about the rabbit hole see that's why you have to be careful and you have to have yeah biblically founded yes this is why we're we're not just sitting here teaching you this stuff like a lot there's so many people like great people that have put out so much great information but me and taylor really felt that there was something missing with all of this information and the only one that we really seen kind of tie it in like we are with biblical stuff is bill cooper like he really i mean Frit, i don't know if fritz springmeyer was really good but he was really into you know like he exposing was- the the just yeah. the, just the stuff and that's okay because there's so the much Illuminati bloodlines and yeah there's so much to expose you need more than just like one person of what we're doing like we're not even covering enough to make people truly know that's why we're trying to give you the talking points or we're trying to show you hey these are really important t- pieces to understanding the game what i call the squid game you know because it's rigged like this game that you think that you're playing in life like get all the money you can then retire build a nice house on like 50 acres and then hand it down to your kids like it's this repeating cycle it's almost like they've got us in this like um new age thing what is it the snake eating the snake like yeah the ouroboros the Ouroboros, exactly. See, there's so much representation of like what they've got us under and what they're they're truly believing and how Satan is the head of it all. That you know, it, it's almost mind blowing that you're like, how can it? How can this be so deceiving? Because it's so in everything, like everything. Well, and, and these people, the mystery religion, they've been doing this, you know. From the beginning of time, they were the one that set up the modern civilizations that we have now, and they've been doing this, running behind the show, behind the scenes for a long time. Even with the kings and the pharaohs, they had their magistrates and their advisors, those hidden hands that would be giving them this information. And even, you know, kings as powerful as they were, a lot of them, especially in these you know, pagan, if you want to call it religions and societies, they were figureheads, just like our presidents are now. They have the cabinet and they have all these, you know, specialists in these areas that make all these, you know, they don't finalize the decisions, but they give them all this information and basically influence them and tell them what to do. And in the end, you got to hope that we have a president that will listen to God and the Holy Spirit and make a wise decision based on that. Unfortunately, we don't at the moment, but <laughs> nor is there a candidate coming up that does. Uh sorry, but we're uh... What about Trump, dude? What are you talking about? about? He's, he's about God's he's, hand he's, is he's, on he's, him. He's he's talking about all this too. He's the one that's told us about fake news. He's the one that is getting attacked right now for just trying to bring the truth back to the people. I swear. We we you know, we, we're going to be honest we, we didn't know what Trump was like literally when it was Trump versus Hillary, I didn't even vote for Trump in 2016. I voted for an independent, which Gary Johnson, (laughs) (laughs) if anybody remembers that guy on the bout, I was like, you know what? I can't vote for either of these people because Mm. what we're going to, we're going to, we're going to make the guy that said you're fired uh, for like 10 years, you're fired. And I, you know, (laughs) I think people knew a lot about Donald Trump, but now that he's in the spotlight, like it really like, you know, it shed, it shed a lot of light to me about how he really is. And, you know, of course, when you're a president, you know, that you need to have people like you. So of course you're going to talk, you're going to say all the right things. Nobody can do it like me. Nobody. Nobody can do it like me. Honestly. Nobody's stronger than me. Nobody has better toys than I do. There's nobody bigger or better at the military than I am. Nobody loves the Bible more than I do. Nobody builds walls better than me. Nobody's better to people with disabilities than me. Nobody's fighting for the veterans like I'm fighting for the veterans. There's nobody that's done so much for equality as I have. There's nobody more pro-Israel than I am. There's nobody more conservative than me. There is nobody that respects women more than I do. Nobody would be tougher on ISIS than Donald Trump. There's nobody's ever had crowds like Trump has had. There's nobody that understands the horror of nuclear better than me. And nobody even understands it but me. It's called devaluation. The sale of the uranium that nobody knows what it means. I know what it means. Nobody knows more about trade than me. Nobody knows the game better than I do. Nobody's in the history of 
this country has ever known so much about infrastructure as Donald Trump. I know the H-1B. I know the H-2B. Nobody knows it better than me. Nobody knows politicians better than I do. Nobody knows more about taxes than I do. Do the right things, quote unquote, you know. I mean, how many times have we had each party say, we're going to help the, the 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 families that are in need. We're going to bring the economy back. We're going to make more money on your paycheck. Ends up being like, all right, gas is from two $2.50 with Trump to $5 with Biden. Yeah. Uh, not that great. You know, it's a terrible increase, but two fifty dollars is still like, you know, gas used to be like 99 cents a gallon. So, you know, it's not like they ain't keeping the price high. Uh, paychecks definitely ain't getting bigger. Uh, it's statistically proven. The salaries that are being paid right now with how much inflation has gone since the 80s is just... Oh astronomical you can't even afford to buy a house that you you know and so yeah zero fulfillment of the promises all of them make and just continuous getting getting screwed over as the american people that is also why as bible believing christians me and taylor we stay level-headed with politics we we follow neither left nor right we know that god says you're supposed to support your leaders but if your leaders are going against what god says in the bible that's the time to now say no i don't follow your your leadership i don't accept your way and nor will I follow you to the pit of hell with, with what you're trying to do in the world, because Jesus in the Bible said that that's not what what needs to be done. And so there is this like line where you respect and pray for your leaders, which we obviously do. We want the country to run good. We like the lives that we're living. We enjoy the blessings of being able to have choice and choice of business and all this. This is why America is the greatest nation. But when you start understanding just the history of even America and why it was created, um, that, you know, who really runs the show and the decisions that are being made, it goes back to the esoteric exoteric. Like we're going to keep them in the dark that we run the game. Like Republican Democrat runs the same game, but we're going to just keep the inner division, keep ones from knowing and keep others from knowing the other thing, you know, like just this constant confusion being spread. And then they're going to use the, the most powerful tool that they ever got, which is the television tell a vision. There we go. We have some witchcraft and magic. Like you've literally now like opened a portal up into your house to see anything in the world, including the news that's broadcasting on your TV 24 seven. Like, come on people, you need to start thinking about what is actually happening in life and how they're using these tools. That's what they are. They're just tools. Feel like we're using our tools and the same stuff that they're doing to our benefit and for God's benefit. See, that's everything can be used as good as bad. It's just the individual. And so when you start analyzing the roots and the seeds that they're planting and, and the fruit, what does God say in the Bible? You shall know something or someone by their fruit. Is it godly? Is it biblically based? Is it from the Holy Spirit? Because you have the discernment because the Holy Spirit should live in you if you've accepted Christ. And can you tell if there's lie embedded in it? Like the picture we're looking at. Satan looked like the tree. He looked good. He said, this is all good. And he's like, but we're not supposed to do it. And that was the one thing that was now we have a bunch of things we can't do because of this day. But one thing that God said not to do, don't eat of this tree. And we did it. So, yeah. And going to your fruit comment about like knowing, you know, the by the fruits, look at all this new age ideology that has started seeping into the world, you know, starting around 40s, 50s, 60s in America. And look at where the country is now and the, you know, judging the fruit by all of this basically counterculture is what they called it when the Beatles and all this kind of stuff basically going away from, you know, it sounds stereotypical, but the Christian American morals of the past and now deciding, well, I'm going to decide what I want to do and, and free love and all these different things. Look at the state of our country now and the world, but specifically the United States and how crazy it is and how lost that people are. And there's no real love for just our neighbor. Loving our neighbor, no. love God and love neighbor, the two greatest, the greatest commandments. And that's correct. We've, we've definitely turned our back on God in this country. And because of that, we don't know what actual real love is. And now we're, you know, turning our back on our neighbors and our society is, is just crumbling from within. 
And, What's really and being affected? Religion is trying to do it. Order out of chaos. Yep, they're causing the chaos, and they will bring the order, like uh, George Bush said, the new world order, not the law of the jungle. <clears throat> when right. we are successful, and we will be. <laughs> oh, that was creepy. <laughs> I know. That was the most creepy uh, saying about the new world order ever, because he said it straight, bold face. When we are successful, like there will be some time, but he said, and we will and be. We will be. We have before us the opportunity to forge for ourselves and for future generations, a new world order, a world where the rule of law, not the law of the jungle, governs the conduct of nations. When we are successful, and we will be, and we will be, we have a real chance at this new world order. And Straight like, upped it. He already knew everything that was going to seem to be happening in the future in the sense of, that we're seeing the call out for like the, the the united nations all these countries bricks like look at all the stuff that's going on right now they're trying to shift the world into a new age and some people think that's good of course because the system's so broken right now people yeah. are ready for something fresh something new new money system that actually had like if you think you own any dollars in america let me tell you the the debt uh deficit right now past 30 trillion or some crazy crap yeah, so i don't I even know it now because of all trillion. the money 34 trillion so all the money even if you're filthy rich in america all that money you have in the bank account just put a little negative sign next to that because well, plus you own it's nothing. paper it means it's paper nothing. yes it's fiat money this is why you backed mean- by gold you know it actually meant something but that went gone a long time ago so it's just literally paper and then while john f kennedy had plenty of you know things wrong with his political career and his family i mean his family has just been completely decimated the kennedys talk about being born into it that exactly his dad was a bootlegger and like involved with the mafia so like everything was set up with the Kennedys. but eventually john was like my moral conscience just literally cannot keep going on with this and then the speech if I was going to say, speech, we, oh, yeah. refer first to the need for far greater public information and second to the need for far greater official secrecy. The very word secrecy is repugnant in a free and open society. And we are as a people inherently and historically opposed to secret societies, to secret oaths and to secret proceedings. We decided long ago that the dangers of excessive and unwarranted concealment of pertinent facts far outweigh the dangers which are cited to justify it. Even today, there is little value in opposing the threat of a closed society by imitating its arbitrary restrictions. Even today, there is little value in ensuring the survival of our nation if our traditions do not survive with it. And there is very grave danger that an announced need for increased security will be seized upon by those anxious to expand its meaning to the very limits of official censorship and concealment. That I do not intend to permit to the extent that it's in my control. And no official of my administration, whether his rank is high or low, civilian or military, should interpret my words here tonight as an excuse to censor the news, to stifle dissent, to cover up our mistakes, or to withhold from the press and the public the facts they deserve to know. Today, no war has been declared. And however fierce the struggle may be, it may never be declared in the traditional fashion. Our way of life is under attack. Those who make themselves our enemy are advancing around the globe. The survival of our friends is in danger. And yet no war has been declared. No borders have been crossed by marching troops. No missiles have been fired. If the press is awaiting a declaration of war, before it imposes the self-discipline of combat conditions, then I can only say that no war ever posed a greater threat to our security. If you are awaiting a finding of clear and present danger, then I can only say that the danger has never been more clear and its presence has never been more imminent. It requires a change in outlook, a change in tactics, a change in missions, 
by the government, by the people, by every businessman or labor leader, and by every newspaper. For we are opposed around the world by a monolithic and ruthless conspiracy that relies primarily on covet means for expanding its sphere of influence, on infiltration instead of invasion, on subversion instead of elections, on intimidation instead of free choice, on guerrillas by night instead of armies by day. It is a system which has conscripted vast human and material resources into the building of a tightly knit, highly efficient machine that combines military, diplomatic, intelligence, economic, scientific, and political operations. Its preparations are concealed, not published. Its mistakes are buried, not headlined. Its dissenters are silenced, not praised. No expenditure is questioned, no rumor is printed, no secret is revealed. It conducts the Cold War in short with a wartime discipline no democracy would ever hope or wish to match. Nevertheless, every democracy recognizes the necessary restraints of national security. And the question remains whether those restraints need to be more strictly observed if we are to oppose this kind of attack as well as outright invasion. For the facts of the matter are that this nation's foes have openly boasted of acquiring through our newspapers information they would otherwise hire agents to acquire through theft, bribery, or espionage. The details of this nation's... Yeah. And you don't know about the speech where he talks about this enemy. They don't have borders. They don't have lines. They, he they literally, literally describes the mystery religion in that thing. Literally, if you have the eye and ear to hear and see what he was saying, yeah, you know what he was talking about. And a lot of people say that was a reference to the Cold War and blah, blah, blah. And I'm like, no, 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 no. He is literally trying to give you the hint of like, I am in a position here to give you this speech. And if you can hear what I'm saying, I hope that you can see what I'm saying. Well, and he then he also to wanted to get away. Yeah. And he wanted, wanted to report. And he wanted to get away from the Federal Reserve System and go back to silver. So not quite as strong as gold, but still a, an actual, you know, backed currency with real material value and, and good. And what happened to him? assassinated so if you're a president that tries to change the system uh, away from the federal reserves uh grasp and tentacles bad things happen to you bad yeah, things that, well that's how they control modern countries now you if, if yes. you've ever read confessions of an economic hitman you will <laughs> understand uh how basically they do it and they they because back in history when war was kind of more accepted you know the strongest empire would just take people over and do it by force and rule the world that way after you know politics and all this different stuff where you know you couldn't just take someone over because other countries would view it as bad and so then they would you know basically world war what hitler was trying to do they had to start using money and getting people in debt and that's what the illuminati started doing is you start backing both sides basically getting both sides in debt and then you don't even care who wins because whoever wins you have the other side in debt and now you're controlling them and then you plant a, a federal reserve a central bank and i think as of this point i think there's three or four countries in total that don't have a central bank and isn't russia one of them i'm not sure i know north korea is one of them i'm pretty sure there's a couple in the middle east but at one point it was like afghanistan it was iraq it was um where Gaddafi was from which i think is libya yeah and Libya. We went, we went to war with all those countries and so that's what mm, you also still start at, seeing is still at war with those countries yes and we we go to war with those countries you know in the book it explains confessions of economic hitman one there's three ways we'll offer them basically uh an improvement plan and so we try to sell them on oh we're gonna update your country bring it from a third world and so we basically give them a bunch of money so then they'll become in debt 
and so but they can you know upgrade um, the second one is we incite a coup so if anyone knows about like nicaragua or things like that we'll basically start supporting all these rebels and we'll give them money and we'll give them weapons and chances that they overthrow the current government so then we can install a puppet government a leader who will then vote for the united states and then the third way is just all-out war if those ways don't work then we just go to war with the country and this can this book was written by a guy who actually took part in those things and the, the book is just really eye-opening but it just kind of shows what why they're trying to do that is is get countries in debt when you do that they can vote for your policies in the un and all those things and they're a player in the game and as soon as they stop you know you pull their funding or do whatever and that's the new age agenda arising get get the people's money and control the food control the water and you pretty mm. much control the earth that's mm. that's the basic you know fundamental of this war that they understand is that if you get people to where they have to take loans out from your banks well all of a sudden they feel free cuz they get money but now mm. you're gaining you know tons of profit off of quote interest which if you read the bible interest yeah, is literally say, not yeah. allowed that is not a practice of god so remember when you're paying your taxes and say man i'm doing my 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 rightful deed to the country and god and paying my tithe of taxes well taxes are not those are not even biblical that's straight from the pit of hell well yeah because what the god had a jubilee like or had a yeah, forgiveness say, yeah every seven years yeah, every on the seven years year, your debt was supposed to be expunged basically and so that would keep you from trying Grace. to yeah and it's well and, and as a lender keep, i'm not yes. going to give somebody a 30-year loan if i know after year seven they're going to be free from that loan anyway so you know you're not trying to because you think about 30-year loan they used to talk about indentured servitude, you know, I'm going to serve this person because they're going to take me to the new world. A 30-year loan, you're now owned by the bank for 30 years. As soon as you stop making a payment, they're going to take all the stuff that you've been paying towards for so long and you're going to your credit's going to go down to zero. You're going to start yeah. from credit's zero. not even credit wasn't even a thing either until this more modern society because what are they trying to shift now towards which is literally happening in china a social credit system it's that's more of that black mirror we talked about there's an episode in black mirror where like on netflix it's a crazy show made and where they literally have credit like scores like that they have socially i'm sure a lot of people have seen it maybe if you haven't it literally you're based in society off your score and then when you interact with people kind like social media they give you like a like or five star four star and that is your system like that's how you're now rated in society so long story short this girl she's high up in society she's trying to get like the highest she's at like the four star she, she she's literally trying to do everything she can and then she literally says okay this guy comes and interacts with her it's like a two star and people see it and then they start rating her lower because she's just interacting with people that are lower like it's really crazy and i really feel a that's the episode mm. it's a trippy episode and we don't want society to get to that point because <laughs> god says to help the needy and the and the poor and the people that are less fortunate if you have a like a a, a more blessed life you know it's not that you gotta bend over and give them all your money but it's like we should want to as christians help those that are less fortunate and bring Love them into your neighbor the Yep. Love your neighbor. Exactly. So they don't even want you doing that now, um, which is unfortunate. I mean, people are getting arrested for going and giving homeless food now, which they've created this homeless problem. So now when people want to go help, they're like, well, don't promote it. And it's like, but especially where we live. Oh, my goodness. It's yes, absolutely it is. terrible. I mean, it's really bad everywhere. But yeah, I guess I can touch on that a little bit more than most can because you literally drive down the road and you see an encampment like somewhere. It's very sad. And it's very it sad is. that they it's don't really have the resources to to get help and to have a place like, you know, even and a lot of them are on drugs because what have we done in the state to decriminalize <laughs> drugs like to the point where they're giving out needles for these people to get high. Yeah, I don't even get into that tangent because it's really sad. It's really sad. So we're just seeing this war that they're breaking down. Now Now we're at the breakdown. See, they built us up so high that we gained, that they got our trust. And just like Albert Pike said, when the destruction and when they need a hero to come in, 
we will provide that as well. And that's why at the end of the day, we don't support Donald Trump because he's a Freemason. He's literally a Freemason. Regardless of what you think about him, his his pastor is wrapped up all into this prosperity, new age projection thinking called the power, power of positive, positive thinking. thinking. And his name is Vincent Norman Peel. Pale. Or Peel. Norman Vincent Peel. Norman Vincent Peel. Yeah, I don't know why I always say that wrong. But yeah, his book, <laughs> The Power of Positive Thinking, is literally about projecting new age philosophy with Christ consciousness. You yep. see, he he has admitted in, in many places that Christ is just one way. And then you also go to the honorary 33rd degree Freemason Scottish Rite, which is the original. Like this is like a big sect of the Freemason, like, you know, stuff. And he's on the honorary hall picture. So you can go to the website right now and you can find his picture honorary 33rd degree, which if he's a 33rd degree, that means he's been enlightened about who their true you know, God is that they worship and it's Lucifer, the light bearer, Albert Pike, Manly P hall, Helena Povaski. We named all those names in the last episode. They all admit in their books, not us, that Lucifer is the light bringer. He is the one that gave Eve and unlocked mankind's consciousness and, and slavery from God, because they believe he is the one that gave us the ability to be God now. Right. Through initiation. Yes, they don't believe that everyone's worthy of this until you go through this initiation and ritual to then make yourself worthy, which is all just a bunch of BS. But what they're really doing is they're getting dirt on you. So then when you want to try to get out of it after you finally wake up and realize, whoa, this is super messed up. Now they have film and they have evidence of you. You know, as simple as doing drugs or stealing something or in some cases, the old, the old honey pot, exactly sacrifice, you know, all these different things, blood rituals to where you're if you're going to do that, well, we're going to expose you and we're going to, you know, get you canceled. And that's what cancel culture is so important. They can just basically remove anybody if they do anything that they don't like and share something quick quick clip because i posted something on my instagram which has gained a lot of traction and people you know obviously there's a lot of people that are waking up to this but it just ties in the bible and what these mystery schools believe so there's this guy named jack gosh why did i forget his last name jack harris i think and he was a literally a freemason he became a master mason and he went on a show um and he exposed a lot of the rituals that the Masons do. And one of them, the, the big rituals that like is big to a Mason, which is like their honorary badge is their apron. Okay. They all wear aprons. Masons wear aprons. And why do they wear aprons, Taylor? Well, let's watch this little clip and see why uh, the, the apron is so significant to Mason. To demonstrate what he taught in the lodge. Okay, we've talked about the letter G over the master's chair, the three great lights, and the three lesser lights. We now like to continue with the ritual and explain what the meaning of the apron is, another symbol of Freemasonry. I'd like to present you, Brother Smith, with this lambskin or white leather apron, which is an emblem of innocence and a badge of a Mason. More ancient than the Golden Fleece or Roman Eagle, or any other order that could be conferred upon you at this or any future date by King prince or potentate or any other person except to be a mason and which i hope you will wear with pleasure to yourself and honor to the fraternity the lambskin has always been deemed a memnum of innocence he therefore who wears a lambskin as a badge of a mason is continually reminded of that purity of life and conduct which is so essentially necessary to his gaining a mission into the celestial lodge above I would like to explain to you what the Word of God has to say about this apron. We read in Ephesians, the second chapter, verse 8. For by grace you have been saved through faith, 
All right. Well, obviously it's a reel, so it cuts off, but um, I'll have to try and link that in the YouTube, that that series of videos, because it's really, really eye-opening to see yes, these rituals. And then you can see them literally being done in music videos, all kinds of stuff. Like it's it's really actually insane. I just actually, I'd never seen that. And I just found it not too long ago because some, you know, like I said, there's lots of people exposing what we're doing right now. So there's information to definitely be found. But the reason that we're doing it the way we're doing it is because it's very important to have the biblical foundation mm -hmm. established before you start going and venturing into any of this research because if you don't have the holy spirit to help guide you and give you that feeling because it's a feeling it's like when you're reading something you're like wait i've read the bible before and i know what god's saying and i know what his word teaches and this is like teaching me that i can be like my own thing or you know you start reading the, the verbiage well, yeah. And that's especially how you, with this new age agenda, especially with that, but just anything, anything that you're doing, it has to be biblically rooted and, and you have to have a relationship with the Holy spirit and hear that voice clearly, because this is dark stuff. And if you get right on, if you have, don't have Christ and then you go right to zeitgeist, the chances of you going to Christ after watching that movie first is going to be very low because now your, your mind is thinking like, wow, it really is all connected. Like you, you, instead of connecting it the way the Bible and God wants you to see it connected, what did it say? They made for themselves aprons. See, God has ex exposed the Masons immediately or that mentality in the sense of that's what Satan is using as the badge of honor because that was when Adam and Eve felt shame. That's when they right. knew that they were mm -hmm. shamefully sinners against God and that they were now enlightened with good and evil because now what does God do in the next chapter or verse in chapter three? He says, now that man is like good and, you know, now that man is like us, you know, they, they can't stay here in the garden. So out they go. Mm -hmm. Cause God said from the tree of life and live forever at that point. Mm -hmm. Yep. So he said, they can't, they can't be here now because they've one disobeyed me. So this is a holy place. This is a sacred place. This is a perfect place created for them. Mm -hmm. They didn't even know they're naked. Why did they not know they were naked? God or Adam didn't look on her and be like, wow, she looks beautiful. And she didn't look on him and be like, wow, what a stud, you know, like that physical attraction that now we're like engaged into, into seeing first. See, that's why God says, look past the surface, even at a human, look at someone's heart because they may look terrible on the outside i have a hard i have i have a belief that people that you think aren't christian are probably more christian than the ones that have the nice suit and tie and go into church looking all crisp and clean let me tell you that right now there's probably some people with some crazy tattoos that were involved in stuff that are really strong christians now because they understand that that they were in the dark side of things and have come to the truth but a christian would see them in public and say wow, look at that person with all those tattoos and all that stuff. It, they're a devil, you know? Like there yeah. are some Christians that are still in that mindset of the Old Testament, like not supposed to get tattoos. So if you're walking around with tattoos, which I have tattoos, which I'm no devil, <laughs> you know, I actually got a tattoo for God. Like I got a Bible verse, but it's not like I want to go out and do this. I'm not saying you should go get tattoos or, but just don't judge out outward appearance. Well, yes. It's well, really dangerous. Thankfully, I will say that you know christians and the church has moved away from that yeah more but that was definitely there was a time in the church you know where it was like you got any of those things you were a sinner and you know how, how couldn't could really be saying yeah exactly i mean it even goes to the things of like people would be depressed and it's like how can you be depressed as a christian you just need to pray more this that and the other which it's like yeah hey praying is gonna help depression for sure but that doesn't mean someone's not saved because they're depressed like it, there's all these weird things that the church gets wrong of like almost kind of like you said being ashamed to be human we're human and we're not perfect and we're gonna and feel these things but that doesn't that's affect why he... someone's salvation and that's why the plan ultimately was always Jesus and always for us to not fall. God didn't want that. Obviously he gave us the choice, but he's he obviously God. He knew it was going to happen. Hence why he's provided a way out all throughout history. See, this is when people are like, the rapture is not real. We're going to have to go through stuff. Well, yeah, we're already going through stuff. You're always going through trials and tribulations. Like Taylor just said, we're always battling the demons, Satan and who, how flesh. he's trying to influence us. The flesh. Exactly. What did Paul say? Paul said, if you think mm -hmm. you're, you're a sinner, just remember I'm chief. I am chief. Right? Because yeah, he's going around right. slaughtering people. 
for <laughs> believing in Jesus. Yeah. So if yeah. you haven't killed anybody, you're doing better doing than Paul. God's work. So you want to talk about being deceived by the new age agenda. You know, he was part of that mystery Jewish religion, the Kabbalah. The Kabbalah. Which is yes. Part of the cult Solomon. Yeah. It goes back to Solomon's seals and stuff here. I might be able to pull up a picture because you see, we're we're almost an hour in and we can't we have such a hard time just zoning it in because it's so massive. This this rabbit hole, this deception is so massive that it almost doesn't seem real when you don't take the time to just break it down. And the first breakdown is to get on your knees and accept Jesus Christ as Lord and Savior and have him come into your life and your heart. Because now when he says, I am the truth, the way and the life, nobody comes to the Father except to me. Now you have the key. You have the key to understanding, the key to wisdom. And then when you have that key in your heart, the key of David, the Holy Spirit will descend upon you, the fire, just like it did in the book of Acts. If you want to understand how that gift was given, it descended from heaven and it rushed into the building where all the disciples were and thousands of people that were outside where they knew the disciples were heard it. And then all of a sudden these guys come out and they're like, aren't these a bunch of the 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 disciples of jesus and they're speaking in our tongue now like mm. it's not about speaking in tongues either don't let somebody deceive you and say oh you don't really have the holy spirit if you can't That's <laughs> <laughs> yes. that is not a a a a a gift that you have to receive that is a special gift like some people can heal some people can cast out demons some people can see through the spirit realm like me and taylor like that's what watchmen are we look past mm -hmm. the veil it's the gift not of that you interpretation yes you know, the gift of, yeah like daniel gift of time. Mm -hmm. yes there's many gifts within the holy spirit because he is the revealer he is god but see he's the gift like he's the he, he jesus said he goes you have to wait until i give you the gift i have to wait until you're the, the comforter the comforter the, the person that lives inside you, he is greater inside you than you are yourself. See, this is when someone's like, I don't know if they're really saved or I think people can lose their salvation. No, because if the spirit lives inside of you now, it, it's better than you. And it's going to push you to want to change, to want to repent, to not do evil things, to want to love your neighbor, to want to accept that being lower in life is totally okay because you will be taken to a higher place when you're in the realm of God in the sense of, dude, eternal glory, living forever. <laughs> is there any better gift to give somebody? Say, hey, you want to live forever? I mean, that would, if, if we can materialize that right now like the fountain of youth if so we if we had access to the fountain of youth on this podcast and we said we can take you to a place that will keep you living forever our houses would be flooded with people in, in a matter of hours if they really believed it in their heart and we gave you know the the sign that we could make you live forever that is the key that's what people want People want to live forever. If you don't want to live forever, well, then why are you eating food every day? Why are you drinking water? Why are you taking care of your body? Why are you trying to, you know, expand what you learn in life and gain knowledge to keep you from situations? Like what, what's survival even mean if living forever isn't the ultimate goal? Now that's not going to be achieved in the well, flesh. Nobody wants to die, obviously. That's, you know. and see, that's the truth. You want to live forever because you don't want to die. But what you need to understand that death isn't, a natural part of life. No, that's the consequence of sin. See, when sin people say, death. stop sinning, stop sinning. Well, if you've sinned once, you've sinned, done all of them. And if you've sinned once, you deserve the punishment, which is death. So why does every human die? Oh, because everyone's a sinner. <laughs> it's pretty simple once you understand well, what sin and, is. Yeah. And sin has continued to erode us from living 900 years yet yes. to now live into you know 90 years and your body lucky it, if you're lucky and even then your body's a shell of what it used to be in the younger days you know oh by 70 80 you're kind of like whoa this is definitely not the the good times <laughs> no. well and especially i mean there's if you have not taking care of your body you have exactly if you have so see, so that's what what we're trying to say here is if you're putting in the work every day to take care of your body to prolong your life to not die whatever it is you're doing which remember you take chances every day so just because you don't want to die doesn't mean see that's the problem with sin is that it has no like reflection of like you're being a really good person today so like i'm not gonna you know get after you but you get in your car and tragedy just happens because now, that's the, part of the game the more you try to abstain from sin the more satan's gonna try to get you to sin and fall because that's what he wants yes. well and that's that's kind of the the 
double-edged sword and it's kind of a sick joke in a way it's like even though you don't want to sin we're going to sin paul talks about it you know he does the things that he doesn't want to do and he doesn't do the things that he does want to do and that's because the flesh and it's like even though we want to do good you know we're not always going to do that unfortunately we're going to be tempted but we can't let that keep us from god all we do is repent of those sins and then he takes it away and all that shame and everything is gone and we're moving forward again we can't allow ourselves to get into that condemnation because there is no condemnation in the kingdom of god he doesn't beat us over the head with our sins he you know has forgiven and paid all of them already and i think that's the best place to wrap up because we're going to continue to build on this new age deception because it really is where we've been leading up to and now with the video and we can give you visuals and representations and just give you what we're seeing and the things that we've learned it really will help tie things in even better than the podcast but if you're listening on you know the podcast go check out the youtube videos now because now we have the live videos to be able to just help you see the visuals like taylor said in the last episode we are visual learning creatures like mm. only point only 1% of people can just read something and be like, I've got it. You know, like so there are some people that are amazing. They can just read something I, I, seriously and then I'm know what's it. going on, you know, like, so, Hey, hats I'm off to you. If that's the type of, I yeah, the me too. I'm a, I need the visuals as you can see with all the lights and stuff. I need to be bright and colorful and really stand out for me. Yes. So that's what we're doing. We just want this to stand out. Not because it should scare you. We're not here to push fear. We're not here to tell you that, you're going to hell because you engage in these things. No, we're trying to teach you the root of everything and what leads people to hell is because they never have the knowledge. What does God say in the Bible? Lack of knowledge is why my yeah, people my are destroyed. People are destroyed. Mm -hmm. It's not because you're a sinner. He didn't say you're a sinner. I mean, he knows you're a sinner. So yeah, you're going to die. But why do you die? Or why do you get caught up in, in the lie or, or going to an early grave? And not knowing the truth is because you don't know what is going on. Which is interesting, too, because, yeah, I mean, knowledge puffeth up, you know? So it's like yes. it's a double-edged sword. That's why it is a double-edged sword. Spirit and the humbleness of Christ because it can, you know, once you start getting to know some things, it, it can easily make you proud. So, and that's what we're not here to do. So when we say yeah. we're watchmen and when we call we're calling for other watching, that's because that's what Jesus said to do. He said to watch and pray, especially in the end times. So if you're not watching and you're not praying, you're not a watchman. I'm sorry. That's the basic, pretty much fundamentals to it. And then obviously there's a lot of skill that goes into it. That's why we're trying to teach you look past the surface, look beyond, you know, like, the best thing. So be saved. You see growing across the bottom, Romans 10, nine, if you really have not given your life to Christ and want to know how you can be in this camp of, of I, you feel this calling, you feel like, you know, stuff, but you haven't fully gained it. But now, you know, you seem to understand what, what we're trying to say, that biblical foundation and the, 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 the rock that you need to build all of this upon Romans 10, nine, believe in your heart that Jesus died, died for your sin, rose from the grave, believe and confess with your mouth. Ye shall be saved. Those who call upon the Lord will not be ashamed. You will not be ashamed for, for calling upon him and saying, I need you, Jesus. I need you to come into my heart and my life and help me see clearer, hear clearer. I need you to help me discern what's coming at me every single day. And I need you to build me up. I need you to be my foundation because if you build your foundation on rock, no storm will ever take it. And who's the controller of the storm? Jesus. Mm. Really. Jesus is the key. So we're going to build upon this next episode and we thank you again for tuning in. Remember to go follow on the socials links in the description and truly everybody have hope because yes. our Lord and savior truly is near. And that's why we also feel very called to do this right now. Not to, not to cause fear, but to cause an excitement. We are finally seeing the end of this squid game and this, this terrible deception happening. And it's our job to wake up all the people that we love because where is your treasure it's where your heart is and where is our heart in heaven bring those people to heaven clean your house that's a big message clean your house people we love you and we'll talk to you in the next yes. one god bless everybody god bless thanks for tuning in to know the duty of a watchman please read ezekiel 33 join the movement today follow on instagram at watchman inc for more details content and community interaction links in the description God bless.